Because of time, I cannot wait for anybody. Father Lord, we thank you for a wonderful night. We thank you for the gathering of your people. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for all you do for us, for your love, for your mercy, for your sweet presence. Holy Ghost, minister to your people speak to your people we are here for you and you alone oh you can lift your voice and in jesus mighty name we pray and the believers will shout amen Begin to speak in the language of the Spirit. The service has now begun. You can build your My God, my God. Mi caradusha te para bradusha te le pale paradusha. Oh God. Whenever the prophets delay, whenever the prophets delay, ha. Whenever the prophets delayed, I'm believing God that He will equip me to speak to you and to minister to you and to be able to break down the scriptures for you. Take me to Matthew chapter 25, reading from verse 1 through to 13. Matthew chapter 25, from verse 1 through to 13. Becca, wow, it's nice to see you. It's nice to be seeing you joining more frequently. God bless you. Matthew chapter 25, verse 1. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lambs and went out to meet the bridegroom. Then the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lambs and went out to meet the bridegroom. So there are ten virgins who just got up, took their lamps, and went out to meet the bridegroom. 
They've not said anything. They've not mentioned anything. They have not said a word. They have not opened their mouth. The only thing they've done is to take their lambs and to go out to meet the bridegroom. Do we all agree? Yes. But verse 2, the Bible says, Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Now the question is, how come there are ten women, ten virgins, that they have not opened their mouth, they have not said a word, the only thing they've done is to take their lambs and to get out of their rooms to meet the bridegrooms, and the bridegroom, and the Bible is saying, and now five were wise and five were foolish. How come? Which means that whether you are wise or foolish, this is not determined by what you say. Hmm. Whether you are wise or foolish, this is not determined by what you say. Because none of these women have said a word. They are all quiet and they've done the same thing. But the Bible calls five foolish and calls five wise. To be wise has nothing to do with what you say. To be wise has nothing to do with what you preach. To be wise has nothing to do with the things that come out of your mouth. Please understand. Verse 3, the Bible said, Those who were foolish took their lambs and took no oil with them. Just by their actions, it was reason enough to know that they were foolish. Just by your actions, it is enough to know whether you are wise or foolish. The way you act, the way you behave, even before you speak or say a word, just by the way you are acting, we are able to tell whether you are wise or foolish. Am I speaking to somebody? There are a lot of people who have big, big quotations and they can say these big, big words and they speak and they speak in English and other languages quite, quite fluently and yet that is not what determines whether you are wise or foolish. Just by the way you act, many of you, the way you act gives you away. Those who were foolish took their lambs and took no oil. Forgetting that the oil is the fuel that lights up the lamp. Many of you chase after money, not knowing that it is the anointing that produces money. It is the oil of God that produces money. It is the spirit of God that causes man to be rich. And yet you are chasing after the riches and you have let go of the spirit of God. Now, whenever you chase after the fruit and forget about the roots. That is when the Bible calls you foolish. Because it is just a matter of time when the fruits run dry. It is just a matter of time when the fruits are consumed. It's just a matter of time when the fruits are no more. But when you chase after the seed, when you chase after the root, then you can plant it on your own and have a whole tree to yourself. Now, those who are foolish in the kingdom of God are those who only care about the 
the things they see on the inside of. They are only concerned about the things they are they are seeing on the outside of. Their focus is not on what they see on the inside of. All they are moved by are the things they see on the outside of. And the Bible calls these people have foolish because the Bible said they took their lamps up. That is the thing of the outside and they forgot about the oil hub. That is the fuel, the engine hub. The reason why the light is up. I pray for the people in the house that you will not be a foolish believer, but you shall be counted as part of the wise. Because the wise, they are not moved by what they see. The wise, they are not moved by the lamps around. The wise, they are not moved on the outside. The wise, they are not moved by the money you have. They care about the spirit that causes the money to come. They care about the spirit that causes you to live a righteous life. They care about the spirit that causes you to walk in the will of God. Do not be moved by what you see, but be moved by the spirit behind what you see. It is my hope that I will raise women who will not chase after men because they have good jobs. They will not chase after men because they have good salaries. They will not chase after men because they have good dreams. But they will follow men because these men are led by God. They will follow men because these men are moved by the Spirit. They will follow men because these men have followed the will of God. It is my dream that I will raise men who will not chase after women because they have nice body figures. Who will not chase after women because they have beautiful eyes. Who will not chase after women because they have beautiful lips. But by all means, they will live with women who carry the Spirit of God on the inside. Who carry the power of God on the inside. The foolish virgins only care about what they see. They do not care about the spirit behind what they see. Am I preaching? Ah, I am sorry if you do not like my message. The Lord is speaking. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. The wise, they firstly took the oil and then they took their lamps. A wise Christian is he that chases after the Holy Ghost before the benefits of the Holy Ghost. They choose the Holy Ghost before the blessings that come with the Holy Ghost. They choose the Holy Ghost before anything good that is attached to him. It is about the engine, not the body. It is about the engine and not the body. It is about the engine and not the body. And that is why there are so many people who have low self-esteem because they think they are shut up because they think they 
they are dark in complexion because they think they are not fair enough because they think they are not tall enough because they think they are too skinny because they think they do not have some body shape but that is the problem because when it comes to those who are wise it is about what is on the inside and not what you see on the outside it is not about the body it is not about the face it is not about the benefit it is not about anything on the outside but the engine the engine but the engine come on come on it is my dream that you will not follow ministries because of the healings people are getting up. You will not follow ministries because of the impartation up. You will not follow ministries because of the anointed up. You will not follow ministries because of the money up. But you will follow ministries because they are leading you on the path of God. You follow ministries because they are leading you in the will of God. You follow ministries because they are causing you to live a righteous life. Sarada Liko Parado Shabra Mikayana Sukalizo Bradiga worship in spirit and in truth. I've had a lot of people come to me and the only reason they came to me is because they are looking for childbirth. The only reason they came to me is because they are looking for marriage. The only reason they came to me is because they are looking for breakthroughs. The only reason they came to me is because they are looking for a transformation. Some came to me because they are looking for healings. If you come to me for any of these reasons, I will not pay attention to you because none of these things are good enough to lead you on the right path with God. And any believer, any Christian that chases men of God because of the benefits of the anointing is categorized as a foolish virgin, a foolish believer, a foolish Christian. That is what your Bible is saying. Those who were foolish took their lambs and took no oil with them. Can you imagine to take your lamp, your lamp and not to take oil? The whole point of the lamp is the oil in it. The whole relevance of the lamp is the oil in it. And if you decide to leave the oil behind and carry just the lamp, that is foolishness. You only follow what you see on the outside. But the wise took oil first in their vessels before they took their lamps. What matters is what is on the inside. Verse 5. But while the bridegroom was delayed, while the bridegroom was delayed, while the bridegroom was delayed, this is why I'm preaching whenever the prophets delayed. Hmm. While the bridegroom delayed, the Bible said they all slumbered and slept. While your vision is delayed, while the while your purpose was delayed, while your assignment was delayed, while your money, your breakthrough was delayed, 
you started slumbering and sleeping. They all slumbered and slept. They all slumbered and slept. And many of you are slumbering. Many of you are sleeping. See the time you joined service today. Many of you are slumbering. And there are a lot of people who are not joining the services anymore. And, and, and even those overseas who download the messages. These days, many of the people do not have the time to download anymore. The Lord spoke to me that the focus of the church is shifting from the spirit to material things. These days we are looking for things that will benefit us physically. We do not care about the things of the spirit. Gradually the church is being full of foolish virgins. While the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. Many of you are slumbering. Many of you are sleeping. You are becoming too dull. You are becoming too dormant. You are becoming too lazy. You are becoming too complacent. You are becoming too too common. NIV says they became drowsy and fell asleep. And that is what many of you are doing. Whenever I want to join service, whenever, whenever I want to join service, then, then something comes up. That is what many of you are doing. Whenever the prophets delayed, listen to this. Whenever the prophets delayed, Whenever the bridegroom delayed, the people slumbered and slept. And many of you are slumbering. Many of you are sleeping. Many of you are not as focused as you used to. Many of you are not as on fire as you used to. See the way you even struggle to pray now. You cannot fast anymore. You have become too lazy spiritually. Verse 6. And at midnight a cry was heard Behold the bridegroom is coming Go out to meet him At midnight That is the time that they were fast asleep And the Bible said The bridegroom There was a voice that said The bridegroom is coming Go out to meet him Verse 7 then all those virgins arose and trained their lungs. Verse 8. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lungs are going out. When a time of darkness comes, when a time of difficulty comes, when a time of challenges comes, the only thing that is going to help you is the extra prayer you prayed is the extra oil you took is the extra anointing the lord blessed you with is the extra grace that you have but considering the way you are slumbering considering the way you are sleeping do you have anything extra to run and go the extra mile see the way you are becoming lazy see the way you are becoming dormant see the way you are becoming complacent when the bridegroom finally comes when the breakthrough is finally at the door are you going to have what it takes to receive it are you going to have what it takes to carry it on the inside are you going to have what it takes to be able to sustain it are you going to have it and the foolish are always saying give us some of your oil give us some of your money 
give us some of your this. Always give us this. Always give us that. Always give us that. No, come on. You have been begging for too long. Are you not tired of this lifestyle of begging? Every time you are the one at the receiving end. Every time you are the one begging. Every time you are the one weeping. Every time you are the one compromising. Every time you are the one being complacent. Every time you are the one on the ground. Every time you are the one begging. For how long will you beg? Give us some of your oil. Give us some of your money. Give us some of your members. Give us some of your sons. I have men of God who will call me. Prof, please, can I get two or three of your sons to support me in an upcoming program? Why do you need to ask for sons when the sons are out there for you to win them over? When the daughters are out there for you to win them over and you are there asking, give us some of this, give us some of this, give us some of this. It is my prayer that this thing, this lifestyle will come to an end. Say to yourself, no more, oh God. Say to yourself, no more, oh God. Say to yourself, no more, oh God. For how long? Will you be at the receiving end? Verse 9. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. Listen to this. Listen to this. They said, Lest there should not be enough for us and you. You see, many believers do not know how to say no. N-O, no. Many Christians do not have what it takes to say no. Listen, we are commanded to do good and we are commanded to love our neighbors. But there is something you should understand from today. Take this from me. The wise said, no, lest there should not be enough for us. And you, it means that all I have on me is for myself and what I have planned for. Should I give you what I have, then it will not be enough to take me through and to also take you through. Then you have the right to say no. Some of you, the only thing you have on you is 20 cities. And that is what you are expecting to feed from. Or to feed with. And then a friend comes and asks for 20 cities. And you give that friend 20 cities so that you go to bed hungry. You are not doing good. You are just not being wise. You need to understand this. This is what Jesus is saying. This scripture was given by Jesus himself. And Jesus said, but the wise answered and said, no. Sometimes by saying no, you become the wise one. By saying it is not enough, you are the wise one. When you say no to people, it doesn't mean you are, it doesn't mean you are stingy or, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Utrimiyadeni or something. No. Do you understand? When you say no to people, it doesn't mean, it doesn't matter what they think. What I have is not enough for the both of us. What I have is only enough for me. Jesus said, and the wise answered and said, no. Because what I have will not be enough for the both of us. It's only enough for me. And by saying no, they were considered wise. Many of you, you say, 
When someone asks me for something, I can't say no. So I just, every time I give it to them, that I'm just there. Ah! It means you're not wise. Do you understand? You see, Christians, we don't understand anything. The fact that you are supposed to do good does not mean you must give everything to people and go to bed hungry. Who taught you that? And where are we learning these things from? Jesus said, the wise answered, saying, no, lest there should not be enough for us and you. Please, people, learn to say no. People, learn to say no. People, when it is a no, say no. I'm a man of God. I have a lot of people calling me and asking for money. Trust me. Man of God, can I get this? Man of God, can I get that? Man of God, can, listen. If I'm going to give every single person, at the end of the day, I'll go to bed hungry. And I'll have nothing. So I must learn to say no. I am sorry. No. I am sorry. No. I am sorry. Because what I have is not enough for myself and everyone else. No. Maybe some one or two people, but not everyone else. Do you understand So the wise said no Learn to say no Sometimes saying no means you are wise Verse 10 And while they went to buy The bridegroom came And those who were ready Went in with him to the wedding And the door was shut Hmm. You will not always have a spare time In this life Take this for me Always plan ahead of time do you know, everybody keeps telling me, Oh man of God, I know you've been busy because, because of your marriage, your upcoming marriage, we know you've been very busy. But trust me, nothing has changed for me. Because we've been planning this marriage since last year, December. So, I'm still running the same errands. I've not been any busier than I've always been. But everybody is thinking, oh man of God. Even my own spiritual father called me and said, my son, I know you've been very busy because of the marriage. But honestly, I haven't. It's still the same. When you plan ahead of time, you will not be busy unnecessarily. That is why many of you, when you have exams, that is when you are busy the most. Because throughout the semester, you learned nothing. You studied nothing. So you've been very busy. You've been very tight. E, e, this, this. Exam, papa, I've been very hot because exam is coming. Do you know the people who do that? They learnt nothing throughout the semester. Please. You will not always have an extra time. While the people went to buy fresh oil, the Bible said they came and the door was shut. There are times that because of your delay, there are times because of your slumbering, there are times because of your laziness, there are times because of wenihano, wenihano, that some doors will be shut in front of you. Follow me. You can lift your voice and just pray in the Holy Ghost. Verse 11. Afterward, the other virgins came, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. So see, Jesus here is the bridegroom. So they came, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. Verse 12. But Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. How come Jesus does not know them? 
It means that being a virgin is not enough. Because there were ten virgins. Being a businessman is not enough. Being a minister is not enough. Being a preacher is not enough. Being a student is not enough. Do you understand? Don't say, Papa, I've been busy because of school. Listen, the Lord, the Lord called all the ten virgins. And yet, at the end of the day, he said, I do not know you. Being a preacher is not enough. What matters is what you carry on the inside because the preacher that you are is what we see on the outside. The businessman that you are is what we see on the outside. The marriage woman that we see is what we see on the outside. But what you have on the inside is the spirit of God, is the knowledge of God, is the power of God, is the things that commune with eternity. So until your oil is set ablaze, until your fire is set ablaze, until you have the spirit of God and carries him on the inside, it doesn't matter whether you're a student, it doesn't matter whether you're a business person, it doesn't matter whether you're a preacher, at the end of the day, God doesn't care who you are. Am I speaking to somebody? Please. These are messages that you do not hear every day. I told you from the beginning of the year, the Lord has instructed me that throughout this year, my focus should be on the building of the spiritual lives of the people. Please, these are the things you need to hear. Never make your job an excuse to stay away from God. Never make your marriage an excuse to stay away from God. Never make your school an excuse to stay away from God. Never make your exams an excuse to stay away from God. Because by the time you are done writing that exam, you will come and the door is shut. And Jesus will say, I did not know you. I know you will not like my message. You are a preacher. That is good. You are a healer. That is good. You are a prophet. That is good. But it is what you carry on the inside. The extra oil. The spirit of God. That matters to God. Not the lamp. You are the light of this world. Which means that you are the lamp. Which means that you are the lamp. Your life is the lamp. Your business is the lamp. Your profession is the lamp. Your marriage is the lamp. But the lamp is not as important to God. Than the oil that runs the lamp. Hmm. I don't know if the message is too deep for you. I was a student too I never joked with the things of God I was a student too I was a business person too I never joked with the things of God I was a graphic designer I never joked with the things of God I was also in a relationship on campus I never joked with the things of God Because I know it doesn't matter What I am into physically What matters is the spirit That keeps me running So Jesus said Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Verse 13. Listen to this. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. When Jesus said this, he did not only mean 
the end time or his second coming he also meant the time that which your miracle will be coming he also meant the time that which your marriage will be coming he also meant the time that which your breakthrough will be coming he also meant the time that your next level will be coming he said watch therefore for, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which your breakthrough will be coming your next level will be coming your 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 transformation will be coming but when it comes up and you are asleep up when it comes up and you are slumbering up the door will be shut up when it comes up and you are running around or necessarily up the door will be shut up when it comes up and you are not focused up on the things of god up the door up will be shut up at the end of the day up god is not the problem up your la- your laziness is the problem up god is not the problem up leak parado up your inconsistency is the problem God is not the problem. Your disloyalty is the problem. That is why Jesus commands us. Watch therefore. Watch therefore. Watch therefore. For you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. In which Jesus will be coming through for you. He said you do not know the day. It means that on a daily basis you need to be watching. He said you do not know the hour up which means that up every hour up you need to be watching up you need to be in the spirit up you need to be conscious of the things of the spirit up you have no idea when jesus will be coming through for you you have no idea when the answers to your prayers will be released up you have no idea when god will decide to touch your matter but when he comes up and you are dormant that door will be shut up i speak over your life up that you receive the grace up to watch up you receive the grace up to fast up you receive the grace up to be attentive to the things of the spirit up you receive the grace up to be accurate spiritually up in the name of jesus up that you will let go up of that double lifestyle up that you will let go up of that inconsistent lifestyle up you will let go up of that disloyal lifestyle up my god my god up i wish i was preaching to people up who are willing up to set their lives ablaze up of for god up by the hour by the day by the minute up you are always on fire every minute is fire up every hour is fire up every day is fire up every week is fire up every month is fire up i am not talking about those up who pray on friday up and for the rest of the week up they misbehave up until they must come the following Friday, I, 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 I am talking about people who are willing to sacrifice their lives for the glory of God, who are willing to sacrifice their lives for the gift of God, who are willing to sacrifice their lives for the for the promotion of his kingdom have my god i am not talking about people have who come for the benefit of who come have for the love have who come have for the healing have who come have for prophecies have for those have who are willing to lay down their lives have to win souls for god to touch lives for god to make impact for god am i speaking to somebody likotabari no malishika le paradoska tap zabradoska tap malumaleka Shout every day It's fire Come on, come on, come on I said shout every day is fire I said shout
shout every day is fire say oh god i lay down my life every day is fire god i lay down my life every day is fire god i lay down my life every day is fire every day is fire come on somebody nika topalita peledosha masubrade likoto parada paradosha lepre 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 nika suta parada say that God never delays and that God is always on time but I have I have come to learn that indeed God can delay who told you that God cannot delay it's not true it's not entirely true because this is Jesus speaking in Matthew chapter 25 and Jesus himself is the bridegroom and Jesus said in verse 5 while the bridegroom was delayed in other words while jesus was delayed so jesus can delay yes of course he is god and he can delay <laughs> wow what is the man of god saying yes it is true god truly can delay however the delay of god is in the unawareness of the day or the hour that he will fix your problem let me repeat this i said the delay of god is in the unawareness of the day or the hour that he will fix your problem because you have no idea when your story will change and that is that uncertainty is the delay of god you have no idea when your marriage will come and that uncertainty is the delay of god you have no idea when your story will turn around and that is the delay of god you have no idea when your prayers will be answered and that level of uncertainty is the delay of god so i say again the delay of god is in the unawareness of the day or hour that he will fix your problem but i pray that even in the delay of god you will develop the ability to wait on god if god doesn't delay why does he command us to wait on him there is a level you need to get to because god can delay that is why we need to wait on him you do not get preachers telling the people the hard truth because god can decide to delay on your matter but you must develop a tougher skin you must develop a tougher ability you must develop a tougher mentality that no matter what may come you shall still wait on your god you shall still wait on your god I don't know if I am speaking to somebody. Do not give up on yourself. Do not give up on your God. Because the delay of God is not a 
everlasting. The delay of God is in their own awareness of the day or hour that He will fix your problem. But if you can learn to wait, to wait, to wait. If God doesn't delay, why does He command us to wait? Do not be in a rush. Somebody shout, Wait, I will wait. Somebody shout, Wait, I will wait. I want you to shout, Wait, I will wait. Listen, say it until you believe it. Say it until you believe it. Say, Wait, I will wait. In waiting, I will wait. In trusting, I will trust. In having faith, I will have faith. In confidence, I will have confidence. Say it until you believe it up. Say it until you believe it up. Shout it until you believe it up. Declare it until you believe it up. Make a decree up until you believe it up. You have no idea the day or the hour that he will fix your problem. You need to wait. You have no idea the day or the hour that your breakthrough will come. You need to wait. You have no idea the day or the hour that you will be transformed. You need to wait. You have no idea the day or the hour that the new job will come. You need to wait. You have no idea the day or the hour that that certificate will be released. You need to wait. You have no idea. You need to wait. You have no idea. You need to wait. And this is the delay of God. I came to give you the gospel truth. I came to give you that which the Lord is saying. I came to encourage you to wait on God. And while you wait up, every day is fire. And while you wait up, every day is prayer. And while you wait up, every day is worship. And while you wait up, every day is praise. And while you wait up, every day is commitment. Every day is prayer. Every day is loyalty. Keep on waiting, somebody. Keep on waiting, somebody. Keep on waiting, somebody. Keep on waiting, somebody. Shout, wait, I will wait. My God, my God, my God. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Exodus chapter 32. Exodus chapter 32. God bless you too, my son. Exodus chapter 32, verse 1. Oh God. Oh God. 
the sapling, something the sapling. I see a shift, I see a shift. I see a shift, I see spiritual life shifting. I see spiritual life shifting. I see spiritual life shifting. Oh my God. Your confidence is misplaced. I see a shift. Somebody shout shift. Oh God. Listen, because of time, I have to move on. Exodus chapter 32, I read. Now when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain. When the people saw, oh God. When the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, the Bible said, the people gathered together to Aaron. I said, whenever the prophets delayed, there were consequences. Moses delayed coming down from the mountain. Now the first question is, what was Moses doing on the mountain? Moses was communing with God on the mountain and he delayed because he was communing with God. Listen, never allow anybody to pressure you into leaving communication with God, into leaving commitment to God, into leaving sacrifices to God. Be careful. And whenever you are in the presence of God, do not be in a rush. And Moses delayed because he was in the presence of God. Where are you rushing to? Many of you, when you join the service, you are waiting for us to leave. You are waiting for us to close. Why are you in a rush? We are in the presence of the Lord. If you must delay in any place in your life, it must be in the presence of God. So Moses delayed in the, in the presence of God. And the people couldn't wait. So the Bible said they gathered together to Aaron and said to him, Come, make us gods that we shall go before you. Hey, your leader is communing with God for you on the mountain and you are you are you have supplanted him with a different leader Aaron and commanding Aaron to give you gods listen to this oh God I wish we knew like God knew I wish we saw like God saw I wish we heard like God heard Make us gods that we shall that he shall go before us. As for this Moses, you are calling your leader this Moses. You are calling your leader this Moses. As for this Moses, as for this guy, you are calling your leader this guy. And and do you know at a point when people are rebelling against God, they start by rebelling against their leader. And so John the Judas Iscariot said the same thing about Jesus. He said, As for this man, as for this man, as for this Jesus, as for this Jesus. And the people said the same thing, as for this Moses. Whenever people are are beginning to rebel against God, they start saying things like, As for this Vincent, as for this ministry, as for this guy, as for this girl, hey, you are calling your leader this Moses. The man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt. We do not know what has become of him. Verse 2. And Aaron said to them, Break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives, your sons, 
your daughters and bring them to me see see aaron is a kind of leader who wants to please all his followers please take this from me aaron there are two kinds of leaders strong leaders and pleasing leaders pleasing leaders are leaders who wants sorry leaders who want to make all their followers happy it is not a leader's job to make their followers happy it is a leader's job to bring their followers to the expected end do you understand please you need to learn if you are a leader your job is not to make the people happy your job is to bring the people to the expected destination whether they are happy or not and Aaron was a pleasing leader the high priest himself the people only said come make us gods that that shall go before us for as for this Moses the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt we do not know what has become of him and the very moment they said that Aaron said break off your golden earrings a pleasing leader you want to make your followers happy you want to please them you have started failing those of you who are in positions of leaders today understand your job is to bring your followers to an expectant end to an expected destination not to please them not to make them happy so when they do the wrong things gather the courage and tell them it doesn't matter whether they are older than you i have people who are twice my age who submit to me as a leader and when they do things wrong i must call them and let them know what the lord is saying and let them know the lord is not happy with what they are doing many of them end up leaving me many of them end up forgetting about the counsel i give them but at the end of the day i have done the right thing Listen, you will not compromise the word of truth because of offerings, because of tithes, because of money, because of gifts, because of influence, because of connections, because of destiny helpers. I refuse to be that kind of leader. And Aaron was a pleaser or a pleasing leader. He wanted to make all his followers happy. So Moses went to the mountain to commune with God and left Aaron in charge. And, and the people came to give Aaron pressure. And because Aaron wanted to please them, he said, bring all your gold. Verse 3. And all the people broke off the golden earrings. See, see the way the people listened to him. Can you imagine? The people listened to Aaron. He could have said, leave my presence and I do not want to hear these ill sayings anymore. I do not want to hear these words anymore. I, I do not want to hear this act of rebellion anymore. Far it be for me. But a pleasing leader, he says, bring me your earrings, your golden earrings. And instantly the people bring all their golden earrings. Why? Because the prophet is delayed. In the presence of God. Hmm. So all the people, over two million people, following the instructions of one man, and the only thing the man could do was to please them. And that is one thing that even the great men of God on the surface of this earth, and even our country are doing, there are thousands.
thousands of people under the sound of their voices. There are thousands of people who listen to them and these men are leading them astray because they have the influence, they have the power and they are pleasing leaders and they want to make their followers happy. So instead of telling them the truth, they are leading down, them down the wrong path. Even though they know tithing is the right thing to do, living your life righteously is the right thing to do, living your life in the holy manner is the right thing to do, these leaders do not want to say these things anymore because they are afraid that they will not be able to please their followers. Do not think it is happening. Aaron is not the only one who did that. Many people in our country, many great men of God in our country are still doing this because they want to please their followers. And every young man is afraid to talk about it because we all want connections. We are afraid. What if I talk about it and this man hears it? And he serves my connection with him. He, he, he takes away my platforms. We will not be intimidated, but by great leaders. I mean, even the devil could not intimidate us. How can a mere man intimidate us when we know we stand with the spirit of truth? The truth needs to be heard and we are going to say it. We are going to keep on saying it until the day we die. Many of the great men, even in our country, abusing women, sleeping with, with girls, taking them for granted, abusing their own wives in the house. Did you not hear the story of Ekuemi that his own husband beat her to death? These are the things that young men are afraid to talk about. Far it be from me. Let them do their worst. People download these messages so. If you do not know, these messages people download from a lot of different places, different countries. So do not think I'm only speaking to the people of prayer life. No, I'm speaking to the world. We have people in Afghanistan downloading the messages. We have people in US, people in South Africa, Germany, Belgium. We have people all over downloading these messages. So what I'm preaching, I'm not only speaking to the people of prayer life. I know they will hear it, but we will say it. Listen to me. Verse 4 of Exodus chapter 32. And he received the gold from their hand and he fashioned it. He formed it with an engraving tool. Listen, Aaron is the high priest. Aaron is the high priest. The fact that a man of God has international platforms does not mean he is the one doing the right thing. Please do not be fooled. Aaron was the high priest. The fact that a man has a title, bishop, archbishop, um, prophet, apostle, does not make the man right. The righteousness of a man is not in his title. The righteousness of a man is in God. Please. These are the, these are the reasons they do not like me. Osofu Gabriel. This is the reason they do not like me. Because they know, as for that guy, they call me that guy. They know, as for that guy, he will say it. And I will say it. Yes, we need to say it. We are not going to beg for platforms when we need to share the word of truth. And because of platforms, we are compromised. 
because because a great man gave us a platform we are afraid to share please we don't beg for platforms i will gladly and boldly say it aaron was a high priest and he was the same one that created and fashioned idols for the for the israelites over two million people do not think a prophet in our country is not doing worse i was with my uncle who is a man of god he has been a man of god for over 40 years he was telling me he said son i was with a prophet many many years ago and this prophet would go and kill and sorry and bury live goat at the entrance of the church they will bury the goat life in a hole and then the goat will rot and after weeks they will they will dig it up and then the prophet will eat the the worm's life hey, do you know the things that are happening in the world today do you know the things that are happening in churches today that when we are recommending spiritual gatherings for you you are moved by names you are moved by titles you are moved by the number of congregation Aaron had over 2 million people under his command and see he created idols for them a high priest Verse 5. You, you have no idea. You don't know the stories we hear. <laughs> Verse 4. And he received the gold from their hand and fashioned with an engraving tool and made a, a molded calf. And sorry, then they said, This is your God, O Israel, that brought you out of the land of Egypt. How can something you created with your own hand be your God? And many of you, that is the problem you have. The bank account that you created with your own hand has now become your God. Your marriage that you created with your own hand has now become your God. Your business that you created with your own hand has now become your, your God. How dare you to create something with your own hand and call that in your God? How can you be controlled by your own bank account? So how can you allow yourself to be controlled by your own bank account? The Lord asked me one day. The Lord asked me one day. I bought a phone and I was very careful. I didn't want... I bought a new phone. I didn't want the phone to scratch in any way. I was, I was catching for the thing. I had cases and glasses everywhere. And the Lord said, Son, sit down. Let me speak to you. So I sat down in humility and the Lord said, You bought this phone, right? I said, Yes, Lord. And he said, Are you the one serving the phone or the phone is the one serving you? See the way you are catering for the phone. You and the phone, which one is supposed to serve? You, you see, I was, I was quiet. I was like, Ey. The Lord had not spoken to me like that before. He said, You and your phone, which one is serving who? You and your bank account, which one is serving who? You and your job, which one is serving who? Which one is supposed to be the master? Is your job greater than you or you are greater than your job? Is your marriage greater than you or you are greater than your marriage? Is your relationship greater than you or you are greater than your relationship? That you are now using your relationship as an excuse to stay away from God. Man of God, I'm sorry I can't pray anymore. These days I don't have time because of my husband. Hey! 
you create an idol and you say this idol that I just created is my God verse 5 and Aaron the pleasing leader he saw it he built an altar before it and Aaron made a proclamation and said tomorrow is the feast to the Lord hey, you have created an idol you have created a golden calf and you have built an altar and you are telling the people to come and sacrifice to God on the altar of Baal hey you are expecting the people to serve God in an immoral relationship on an immoral platform see the nonsense you are doing in the church see the nonsense you are doing on that platform and you are expecting the people to sacrifice to God on that wrong polluted platform these are the things we are afraid to talk about far it be from me verse 6 you can't go and be sleeping with people all around and come and offer sacrifices to God how dare you who do you think God is verse 6 then they rose early on the next day offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings you see the bible couldn't say they offered burnt offerings to God because those sacrifices were not to God their peace offerings were not to God their love talks was not in the glory of God it was not in the will of God verse 7 and the Lord said to Moses go get down for your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves verse 8 they have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them they have made themselves a molded calf and worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said this is your God oh Israel that brought you out of the land of Egypt this is this doesn't make any sense at all you have come this far by grace and finally you are saying you know that you got here by the reason of your boyfriend you know you got here by the reason of your uncle where was your uncle when God was delivering you where was your uncle when God was coming through for you where was your uncle when God was fighting your battles for you and because of some small money that your uncle gave you you are now saying oh Israel this is your God that brought you out of the land of Egypt verse 9 and the Lord said to Moses I have seen these people and indeed they are a stiff-necked people they are a stubborn people very very stubborn too many stubborn believers today too many stubborn believers too many stubborn believers so we, we end up preaching the same messages every day repent repent leave these things let go of this lifestyle change your ways and we are preaching the same messages every day and even God himself has come to see that you are a stubborn people also for let me do prophetic service right now and see the people who join the service those of you who have been with me for long you know the differences between normal services and prophetic services when we are doing prophetic services we can have close to 30 people being live and they will stay even over 2 hours they will gladly stay why? because it's a prophetic service we all want to hear things that will make our ears that, that will satisfy our eating ears do prophetic services and see 
the house will be full. Come and preach the word. Nobody will come. Nobody has time for the word of God. Now prophecies and the word of God. Which one is more important? And all things shall pass away. Save the word of God. Your prophecies will pass away. I'm a prophet. But I can't spend all my days prophesying to the people. Because the greatest prophecy I could ever give a person is the word of God. Because the word of God is called the prophecy. These days every young guy is a prophet. Every young guy. They have not been trained by anybody. They have learnt nothing. Every young guy is a prophet. Because when you say you are a prophet, people follow you. Hmm. Verse 11. Verse 10. Now therefore, let me alone, that my wrath may burn hot against them, and I may consume them, and I will make of you a great nation. Verse 11. Then Moses pleaded with the Lord his God and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Verse 12. Why should the Egyptians speak and say, He brought them out to harm them, to kill them in the mountains, and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn, turn from your fierce wrath and relent from your harm to your people. Verse 13. This is a good leader. Even when the people step outside the will of God, he still prays for them. Even when the people are not giving their offerings, he still prays for them. Even when the people are not coming to church, he still prays for them. Even when the people are not making sacrifices anymore, he still prays for them. Even when the people do not love him, he still prays for them. Even when the people disrespect him, he still prays for them. That is a good leader. As for you, the person you call your pastor, when he gets angry with you, he curses you. When you do something against him, he curses you. You, you do something he doesn't like, he curses you. Hey, you will die before your time. Oh. Those people who are always cursing you, you will die before your time. Don't run away. If I were you, I will run away by now. Hmm. Verse 13. Remember Abraham. Moses is still praying. Remember Abraham, Isaac and Israel, your servants to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and all, and all this land that I have spoken of, I give to your descendants and you and they shall inherit it forever. Verse 14. So the Lord relented from the harm which he said he will do to his people. There are men who are able to plead by the heart of God and by the word of God for God to relent from his anger. You must at least have the power and the skill and the ability and the grace to plead the heart of God. This is not only the job of a man of God, it is the job of a spiritual person. But these days, we leave the, all the important work to the man of God alone. Who is interceding on your behalf? Who is praying on your behalf? Who 
is making prayers for you. Are you able to plead the heart of God? Whenever the prophets delayed, the people slumbered and slept. They acted anyhow. They stepped outside the will of God. Is that what you are going to do also? When you do not hear from me anymore, you wake up tomorrow, prayer life is not there anymore. Is that the end of your spiritual life? You wake up tomorrow, I am not in charge of prayer life anymore. Are you done with the ministry? Are you done with the move of God? When the prophets are no more, when the prophets delay, is that the end of your spiritual life? Are you only relevant whilst prayer life is running? Then you are failing and you are missing the purpose of my calling. I am not here to make you love prayer life. I am here to make you love God. I am not here to make you love my ministry. I am here to make you love God. I am not here to make you love my anointing. I am here to make you love God. And if you think I am doing anything different, then you are missing the mark of my calling. This job I am doing is not about prayer life. This job I am doing is not about Vincent Chamartin. This job I am doing is not about the team I am working with. But this job is about Jesus and it's all about Jesus. If I wake up tomorrow, the Lord tells me, my son, let's go of prayer life and meet me in a secluded place. I will leave everything and go. Ah. Far it be from me that I will love my life more than God. Far it be from me that I will love my ministry more than God. Far it be from me that I will love my calling more than God. How dare you love your business more than God? How dare you love your education more than God? How dare you? Verse 13. Jump to verse 15. And Moses turned and went down from the mountain. And the two tablets of the testimony were in his hand. The tablets were written on both sides. On the one side and the other. And, and on the other, they were written. Verse 16. Hmm. Now the tablets were the work of God. And the writing was the writing of God. Engraved on the tablet. You see, it is my hope. That the tablets that are the work of God will no longer be engraved on stones but will now be engraved on the tablets of your heart because the things that are engraved on your heart they stay forever the things that are written in books they they stay for a while and disappear the things that are printed on sheets they stay for a while and disappear but things that are written in your heart they are eternal Oh. Verse 17 And when Joshua heard the noise of the people As they shouted He said to Moses There is a noise of war in the camp Verse 18 But Moses said 
it is not the noise of the shout of victory nor the noise of the cry of defeat but the sound of singing I hear Moses was a hearing prophet you need to be careful when you are in the company of your prophet the things you hear are not the same as the things he hears even though Joshua heard the noise of war Moses heard the noise of the cry of defeat the sound of singing Moses heard the sound of singing instead of the noise of war the things you hear are not the same as the things your prophet Yes, you need to be careful when you are around your prophet and he tells you, I hear this, I see this, forget about what you are seeing. And he listened to, he came to the voice of your prophet. The noise of warfare that you hear, you are hearing it because of your position in the kingdom of God. But your spiritual father has a higher dimension, has a higher authority than you. What he hears is not the noise of war. What I mean to say is uh, the noise of confusion uh, that you hear. What I hear is not the noise of confusion. uh, The sound uh, of of, of procrastination uh, that you hear, it is not the same sound. I hear the sound of abandonment that you hear. I do not hear the same sound. The sound of that thing, the fear that you feel. I do not feel the same thing. I wish you would listen to me because I hear the sound of singing. I hear the noise of joy. I hear the shout of praise. I hear the shout of transformation. I hear a shout. Behold, there is a new thing huh? the Lord is doing huh? I hear huh? a sound of joy huh? I hear huh? abundance of rain huh? I hear huh? the Lord doing a new thing huh? I hear huh? the sound of promotion huh? I hear huh? the sound of unemployment the sound of employment huh? I hear huh? the sound huh? of breakthroughs huh? I hear huh? the sound huh? of less levels huh? this is the voice I hear what I hear is not what you hear and what you hear it's not what I hear, but we thank God that God has made me the prophet over the house. What I hear is what is final, because what is final is what God has said, and this is what the Lord has said. There is a new thing coming into your life. There is a transformation coming into your life. There is the sound of babies coming into your life. I hear the sound of joy coming to your life. I hear the sound of abundance of rain coming to your life. I you will not stop anymore. I hear the sound. I hear the sound. I hear the sound. Forget about what you hear. Forget about what you have heard. Forget about what you see. I see the rain. I see food. I see new things. I see new things. I see impartation. I see anointing. I see ministries. I see good marriages. I see good children. Yeah. This is what I hear. This is what I hear. I do not hear the noise of war. The only thing you hear is the noise. But I hear a sound. The only thing you hear is the noise. But I hear the sound. I hear a sound. I hear the sound. I hear the sound. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody receive it now. Let's go to 
be the same as what your father hears what you hear as a spiritual man will not be the same as what your God hears ah. verse 19 so it was as soon as he came near the camp that he saw the cow and the dancing so Moses's anger became hot and he cast the tablets out of his hand and broke them at the foot of the mountain the frustration in ministry if you're a minister let me speak to you the frustration in ministry it is real people will use you and dump you it is true people have used me in so many ways and dumped me I've held people through a lot of difficult situations and at the end of the day they will dump you help people who went through a lot of challenges even in different countries i advise them to return to our country they are now in ghana they are doing better one of them just sent me a car that he bought after coming things were very bad when he was outside but when he came ghana is doing very well for him and they will dump you that is how it is people take this for me it doesn't end the selfishness of Christians knows no bounds. The greediness of Christians knows no bounds. The unfaithfulness, the ungratefulness knows no bounds. They will use you and dump you. Understand? Elsie sees them do it to me every day. Sometimes she's angry and I smile and I say it as well. I smile. I say it as well. 
you cannot allow it into your heart you will die before your time and moses allowed such things into his heart and he died before his time hmm. if you're a man of god you allow these things into your heart you will die before your time you need to be strong shaking off negative emotions if you are a leader in any sector they are going to do it to you you own a business they are going to do it to you at your workplace they are going to do it to you do not allow these things not just the man of god the people under the sound of my voice do not allow these things to enter into your heart you will die before your time moses allowed it he died before his time verse 20 then he took the calf which he had made burned it in the fire and ground it to powder he scattered it on the water and made the children of israel drink it verse 21 and moses said to Aaron, what did these people do to you that you have brought so great a sin upon them one man in fact one man of god brought so great a sin upon over two million people Take away every spiritual glaucoma. A man of God can bring so great a sin upon the entire nation. It is not everybody that you must follow. What is a sofne jidia na udinechi? What is a program ya ba na udiechi? Hey. Verse twenty-two. And Aaron said, "Listen to this." I want you all to listen to this one. And Aaron said, Do not let the anger of my Lord become hot. You know the people that they are set on evil. 25, 23. For they said to me, Make us gods that shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And that is the truth, right? That is what the people said because we read it from the previous verses but listen to this now Aaron says verse 24 I said to them whoever has any gold let them break it off so they gave it to me and that is true right but see what he says and I cast their gold into the fire and this calf came out can you imagine in the previous verses the bible said they gave the gold to him he melted the gold sorry the gold and then he fashioned it into a calf he molded it into the calf see the story he's telling moses they gave it to me and i threw all their gold into the fire and this calf came out can you imagine they mix lies with the truth They will, they will start with the truth. Whoever has any gold, I told them, let them break it and give it to me. They brought it. That is the truth. He says, I cast it into the fire. That is the truth. And he said, and the calf came out. And that is a lie. Mixing the lies with the truth. So when you see them, it is very difficult to tell whether they are from God or not. Because they mix up the truth with a lie. And it takes the spirit of God and the word of God to pierce 
between the two to separate the lies from the truth the word of God is a double-edged sword do you understand they are always deceiving you they, they will tell you at a point they will tell you the truth and then they will end with a lie and that is the same thing Aaron is saying I threw their gold into the fire and the calf came out can you imagine how can a calf come out out of a melted gold what power does the calf have if you give me this if you give me this money God will do this for you what God will do is true but you do not need to give them your money why are you allowing them to deceive you and these days they are saying if you sleep with me you will give you receive this anointing hey since when did, did sex become a conduit to receive the anointing of God come on people come on for how long do we have to talk about these things for how long do we have to warn you about these things to allow high and great men of God and influential men of God and men of God with a greater number of people following them to mix up the lies with the truth I threw it in the fire and the calf came out verse 25 now when Moses saw that the people were unrestrained for Aaron had not restrained them oh God for Aaron had not restrained them for the people to follow God's will it takes a leader that follows God's will to instruct them to follow God's will and so the Bible said now when Moses saw that the people were unrestrained because Aaron had not restrained them Aaron himself was outside the will of God and a man who is outside the will of God cannot lead you in the will of God a greedy man of God cannot lead you into following the will of God a selfish man of God cannot lead you into following the will of God an abusive man of God cannot lead you into following the will of God because he himself is not in the will of God now when Moses saw that the people were unrestrained because Aaron had not restrained them the only reason the people are walking outside the will of God is because their leader is outside the only reason the people are being lazy is because their leader is being lazy the only reason the people are ignorant is because their leader is ignorant and so if your leader is not ignorant and you are ignorant woe unto you you must be careful whenever the prophets delayed the people slumbered and slept stepped outside the will of God and Moses said he saw that the people of Israel had become a laughing stock among their enemies even their enemies were making fun of them see the way they are making fun of the church today see the way the worldly people are insulting pastors today because some pastors are fooling somewhere and now they are insulting all of us some pastors are abusing the church and abusing the money of the people and so they are now abusing all of us and insulting all of us 
the people have become a laughing stock among their enemies these days they are insulting us because we are praying to our god these days they are insulting us because we are trying to live a righteous life because there are other men of god somewhere who are sleeping with their pastor's wives there are other men of god somewhere who are so greedy who are so concerned about themselves their church members are dying and they are buying cars every day their church members are dying of hunger and they are buying new cars every day These days the church has become a laughing stock. The church has become a laughing stock. The church, the people of God, have become a laughing stock. Even when we pray, we do not receive answers to our prayers. But I pray that we will become a different generation. I pray that we will become a different army. I pray that we will become an outstanding church unto the glory of God. In the name of Jesus, we will not go down the path of Aaron. We will not go down the path of Balaam. We will not go down the path of Saul. We will follow the will of God. No matter what comes our way, we will follow the will of God. No matter what comes our way, we will follow the will of God. As for us and our homes, we will follow our God. We will serve our God. We will love our God. We will revere our God. We will follow His will. In the name of Jesus, am I praying for somebody? Shout yes, 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 yes. There is a new revival that is hitting the church. There is a new revival that is hitting the church. I pray the Lord will not pass you by. I pray the Lord will not pass you by. I pray the Lord will not abandon you. This is my prayer that in all your ways you shall acknowledge the supremacy of His will. This is my heartbeat that the people may know God. That the people may know God. That the people may know God. That the people have will care about God and not just about me, but about God and not just about my ministry, but about God. But not just about my family, but about God. Not just about my anointing, but about God. Yeah. Somebody shout Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Shall do not pass me by. 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 In the name of Jesus. Come on. Ending very soon. Hmm. My God. Verse 26. Then Moses stood in the entrance of the camp and said, Whoever is on the Lord's side, come to me. Whoever is on the Lord's side, come to me. Whoever is on the Lord's side, 
come to me. Whoever is on the Lord's side, come to me. You see, this is why we do I stand with God revival. Whoever is on the Lord's side, come to me. Are you on the Lord's side? Then come to me. Are you on the Lord's side? He didn't say come to God. He said come to me. There are times that to stand by God means you must stand with Moses. Because Moses said whoever is on the Lord's side, come and stand by me. Sometimes what what it takes to stand on the side of God is to gather at our meetings. Sometimes what it takes to stand by God is to be present in the services. Sometimes what it takes to stand by God is to be standing by the side of Moses. Moses said, whoever is on the Lord's side, come to me. Not come to God, but come to me. Sometimes the assembly point of of the gathering of the people of God is on the side of the prophet. It's on the side of the leader. It's on the side of the program. It's on the side of the services. It's on the side. The assembly point will always on the will, will always be on the side of a man of God. Huh. And all the sons of Levi gathered together. The sons of Levi. The sons of Levi. There were 12 tribes of Israel. And when he called for those who were on the side of the Lord, only one tribe, the sons of Levi, gathered together. So it is my prayer that amongst all the meetings, amongst all the ministries, amongst all the churches, when we call for those who are on the side of God, the sons of prayer life will gather the daughters of of prayer life will gather up and not even one half will be left out not even one half will be absent in the name of Jesus let the sons of Levi gather let the sons of the priests gather let the sons of prayer life gather let the sons and daughters of the prophets gather in the name of Jesus Ah, Verse 27 And he said to them Thus saith the Lord God of Israel Let every man put his sword on his side Go in and out From entrance to entrance Throughout the camp Let every man kill his brother Every man his companion And every man his neighbor This was the instruction of Moses But I came to you With a stronger instruction Thus saith the Lord God of Israel Let every man put his sword On his side And enter into every DM And enter into every platform And enter into every page And begin to release The word of God Unto the church the word of God unto the people that by all means we might save some do not just be here and come and benefit for yourself go out there and win people go out there and bring people go out there and talk to people
people about Jesus. This is your duty. This is the instruction of God. We do not need them to die. We need them to be saved. We do not need them to go to hell. We need them to enter into the rest of God. We do not need them to be on their own accord. To live according to their own will. But we want these people to be transformed. We want these people to be touched. We want these people to inherit the kingdom of God. Somebody, do not just listen to me. Do the instructions I am giving you. Go out there. Win people into prayer life. Win people into the ministry. Win people into God. Win people into Christ. Win people into the spirit. All these years, you have been partaking alone. All these years, you have been a beneficiary alone. All these years, you have been blessed alone. Go out there. Bring people. Go out there. Bring people. Hear ye the word of God. Do not kill them like the Israelites did. Save them like we would do. Save them like spiritual men would do. Save them like Jesus did. Somebody shout. I will save them. Shout. I will save them. Shout. I will save them. I wish I will have people who will start sharing their link. I wish I will have people who will start winning people. I wish I will have people who will start inviting friends. I wish I will have people who will start talking about God. Hey, I will save them. I will save them. I will save them at all costs. Mazolo, Lekata, Mayadosha, Lepepepepepepe, Regadosha, Likado, Yubadosha, Mazah, Likadosha, Vereta, Vereta, Veredesha, Lista Pradosha, Mekata, Likatoha, keep on talking to people, keep on going out there, keep on winning people, keep on doing well, keep on working hard, keep on, keep on, keep on witnessing about your Jesus, yes, somebody, Likala. Repadosha, Medebedeba, Likatataba, Yajajajajajajaba, Lekatosha, Rapadosha. I wish you shed a lake now. I wish you shed a lake now. I wish you shed a lake now. As a sign, you are willing to obey. As a sign, you are willing to obey. As a testimony, you are willing to obey. As a sign, you will do the instructions of God. Somebody shed a lake. Somebody shed a lake. Somebody shed a lake. Somebody shed a lake. Am I speaking to somebody? As you are sharing, you are praying. Yeah! Likotoka, Lepedapam, Lesopanica, Regados, Malulabaham, Regatoham, Shadda Lake, Shadda Lake, Shadda Lake, Shadda Lake, Shadda Lake, my God, my God, Lekatoka, Repadosha. I want to see everybody of the sons of prayer life sharing the link. I want to see everybody of the daughters of prayer life sharing the link. Yea, 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 my God, my God, leka leka leka, leka radosha, mesotopa, leka tahab. There is fire in the house. 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 Somebody shout fire! Ah. Uh...
呀呀呀呀呀。This is the last thing I'm 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 sharing with you. First Timothy chapter three verse fourteen. This is the last thing. First Timothy chapter three verse fourteen. These things I write to you. This is Apostle Paul. Though I hope to come to you shortly. Though I hope to spend more time with you. Though I hope I could be a blessing to each and every single one of you. Verse fifteen. But if I am delayed, whenever the prophets delayed. But if I am delayed, I write so that you may you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God. That you may know how you ought. To conduct yourself in the house of God, I preach these things every day, so that even in my absence, even when I am delayed, that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God. There is a code of conduct that you need to follow whenever you enter into the house of God. When we are sharing, you are sharing. When we are praying, you are praying. When we are giving, you are giving. When we are tithing, you are tithing. When we are fasting, you are fasting. When we are listening to the word of God, you are learning. Which is in the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. I will give you nothing else but the ground of the truth. The pillar and the ground of the truth. I have nothing more for you but the truth. I have nothing more for you but the truth. Verse sixteen. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. In all things, you must be godly in your sayings. You must be godly. In your preachings, you must be godly. In your friendships, you must be godly. In your relationships, you must be godly. In whatever you do, understand that great is the mystery of godliness. You must be God-minded in all your ways. God was manifested in the flesh. God was justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached. Among the Gentiles, we will do these things every day until the day we die. God bless you so much. My name is Vincent Chamartin. See you on Wednesday at midnight vigil, 12 a.m. 12 a.m. Midnight vigil every Wednesday, 12 a.m. Do not forget on Thursday. We are on Facebook Live, and the fire is still on. God bless you. I love you guys so much. Bye bye.